Hey y'all, welcome back to another week of story developing the podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. You know, we got a good one today. My guest is somebody that I have been knowing for quite some time. And as we've gotten older, because I think I met uh, Laurent in like high school. As we get older, niggas just get smarter, wiser, and we're able to kind of reflect back on who we were and who we are now in ways that things that make us happy and ways to really get to it. So I really enjoyed this conversation that we had today. Make sure you guys tap in with all his social media platforms so that y'all can connect with him. And we were able to really get into some deep topics. So excited, excited, excited about that. Um, before we go into the interview with uh, Lefty, there's been a lot of talk on the internet about the presidential election. I'm not going to tell y'all who to vote for. I'm not going to tell y'all to vote. Because, um, look, I don't like to be in people's business, okay? You do what the fuck you want to do. I only got one kid, and she already know what time it is. When I, when I say something, you need to do it, okay? But um, make sure you guys do your research and don't rely only on Twitter and tweets. And don't only rely on Fox News or CNN. Like, really do some research. Watch some videos. Read some books. Um, watch some actual videos from the candidates and just kind of expand your knowledge because look come november which is literally in what three months almost two months we're gonna have to vote um we don't have to vote but we're going to vote uh for somebody to be in office for the next four years in their policies and their morals and the things that they believe in it's gonna be that's gonna be very much real okay this is not no fucking joke. So make sure you guys are just doing your research and um, not only on the candidates, but on the propositions as well. And yeah, that's all I got to say. Shit's getting real, y'all. Um, and stay off Twitter just saying dumb shit. Because look, y'all got to understand that words mean things. And there's people out here who don't read. And I really feel like people who can't read. Um, <laughs> there, there are definitely people out here who cannot read. And they just kind of go off of what others say. They don't really do their own research. And um, that ain't hot either. So when you guys say things on the internet, thinking that ain't nobody listening, no, niggas is really listening. So use your platform for um, for good and not for no fuck shit. Because you don't want to be a person who's known for just saying and doing fuck shit. And a lot of y'all are known for saying and doing fuck shit. And it's not cool. But um, I digress. I just want to get off my chest real quick. <laughs> I'm always getting some shit off my chest. Um, yeah, make sure y'all tap into this week's interview with Mr. Laron Chill Lefty, Black Lefty, Black Lefty. I think his name is Chill Lefty on Snapchat. Make sure you guys tap in. Uh, this was really fun, and here we go. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode, another interview. Um, with story developing today we have black lefty here what's good how you feeling yeah i'm feeling good feeling good and resty how you feeling i'm feeling good um yeah it's hot but other than that it's 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 good um so tell the people where you from i'm from reno valley top of the m in the empire you know what i mean representing heavy um yeah that's where i'm from though and 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 what you do uh, I rap, I write for other people, I just do all type of anything music related, I do it. I'm trying to learn instruments too though, so we'll we'll get there, but yeah. You say you're trying to learn history? 
No instruments. 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 Yeah, I'm trying to That's learn how to play some instruments for sure. <clears throat> that that really be dope. Um, just kind of going through the process of like trying to learn an instrument or trying to you know write a song. It can be frustrating at times, but just kind of like trusting yourself throughout that. Um, so like, what's your process? Um, I know you just recently dropped uh, EP and album, um, highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Shameless plug, but um. What's that process like when you're when you're creating something when you're creating an album? Man, for 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 this one, what I did with highs and lows, pretty much the process was I wanted to give people, you know, pretty much a different range of my emotions over the the course of time. So like I I made it a point not to really like kind of record something like in a couple weeks and then put mm-hmm. it out. I kind of wanted to, you know, like get my get every emotion that I've been feeling because the process of it, I went through, it was just like, you know, how the album title is, highs and lows. Like, I went through a right. lot of different highs and different lows throughout the album. So, I wanted people to really, um, you know, just feel, you know, feel where I was coming from. Like, I did a lot of, I did a lot of songs for it. And, you know, we just cut it down to 10. Right. But over the time, like, you know, I, like, you know, just like anybody else, like, we go through such a wide range of different emotions. Absolutely. And, you know, and I've, I, I was in spots where I felt like, you know, I'm that nigga, I'm the man, like, you know what I mean? Like those type mm-hmm. of highs and also went through, you know, a lot of lows. So that was just a point to just kind of, kind of, what could I do to blend those in, you know, the best way as possible. So pretty much my process is really just kind of making the most music I can in the moments that, you know, when, you if feeling I'm feeling, right. yeah, like if I'm feeling a certain like emotion of highs and it's really, you know, I really feel that I want to make sure I get some recording done that day or that week. Or if I'm really feeling like, like shit, like I need to go and record too. You feel me? Just right. so I can have both sides of that. So that's pretty much what my process was when I was doing this album. And I think that when, when artists rush out uh, projects is very obvious and, um, and to be able to go through like a period of time, whether that's months or years with somebody and, and they're creating this body of work, uh, it makes it more relatable because again, not everybody gonna be feeling like that nigga, 365 days of the year, every day, or not everybody gonna be like at their lowest. So I think that um, it is very important to trust the process and to be patient with the process as well. So you said that you had um, recorded a whole whole bunch of songs. You kind of picked your, you know, pick the ten. But what is your favorite song that you've released or haven't released? Like, what's your favorite song that you've recorded? At? Um, I think it's a tie between two different songs I did. Um, one of them was Down, which is on Highs and Lows. Um, and then the other one I did was called You. That was on a project I did um, for Balance. Both of those tracks really, like, kind of, like, display, like, a different side. You know, like, because, you know, some most most people, like, kind of know me for, like, oh, I'm getting bars off and rap, 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 right. rap, rap. You feel me? But... I like to do like I don't like me personally I don't listen to rap all the time you feel me so it's like I kind of wanted to do things that was a little different that kind of showcase different abilities I have and I felt like those two tracks I was able to do that and they came like the way the recording process they came so natural like I didn't have to really force anything on those records like it like those two were just like I didn't spend too much time writing them because it just Whoa. the energy of it, right. it just flowed like too perfect so like those two songs for sure I'm I'm most proud of and down got like a lot of um like a lot of good recognition and I got like I got good thumbs up from people like really good credible people you know I don't want to name their names but like 
people in, in high places, you know, really enjoyed that song and enjoyed what I did. So it's just really just a fact of just keeping that kind of momentum rolling. Great, great. And you actually, and not just saying that, this wasn't even something I was going to ask you, but now we're talking about it. You had tweeted the other day um, about somebody noticing you and you didn't know who they was. Was that because like they had uh, recognized like you from, you know, what you do? You know what? And I, when you say that, I'm like, damn, it low key could have been that because yeah. I've been in, I've been in situations where like I've done a show, and I've had somebody I've never seen before in my life come up to me and like, yo, bro, thank you for doing what you're doing. Like I wake up to your shit every day, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like you feel right. me? Like that's crazy. So like it now is. that you say that, I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, that dude could have knew known me from anywhere. You feel me? So like, but it threw me off though, cause like. I'm walking like to my whip outside, and then like I see the dude, and he like, "Yo, what's going on, LeBron? Or, you know what I'm saying? What's going on, LeBron?" And I'm like, "How this nigga know my first name? You feel me? Right, like, <laughs> right." You and it's just me? crazy because like I know, like I don't. I mean, I've been knowing you for some time, but I just know that like you're very low key. You're not that kind of person who like you know like attention and be. So I'm like to have somebody like you know recognize you, and you know they talking to you, and you're like, "Who the hell is this?" Like that's to me, that would be awkward for me because I just know I don't like people talking to me. But yeah, uh, and I didn't want to be rude to right. the dude or nothing like right. that. But it's kind of like, bro, you threw me off just now a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like niggas gotta watch their back. You never know because exactly. niggas are tripping too. So exactly, niggas for sure be tripping. So I'm always kind of like, I hate that I'm like that, but I'm kind of always like, you know, what, what you really on? Like, right. you trying to rob be. me or you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be like. <laughs> you gotta be all right so kind of um shifting um let's talk about the worst job that you've ever had because right now and i was talking to my brother about this uh, i'm in a place where like i graduated and i went to school to do something that i thought that i enjoyed but i'm also to the point where i'm like every job that i get i hate and i don't know if it's because i haven't found like the job that i really should be at or is i just hate working but um what's the what's the worst job that you've ever had the worst job I ever had was last summer I did um construction and I was like in a little transition from I for a lot of people that know me know I was in the cell phone industry for years so I was kind of like in a transition because I was feeling disrespected there and mm-hmm. a lot of things was going on so I just left with no safety net I just kind of just left so in the like in the process of me like trying to find like another like you know consistent real job i was doing construction that's a real ass job too but Mm. we was doing construction um building a living spaces warehouse and it was fucking terrible like it was just me and the homie was like the only two black dudes and we was working with like a lot of white dudes from like tennessee Mm. Mm. (laughs) so they weak basically Yeah, it it was it was different, and like the dude they had me paired up with from Tennessee, I kid you not, like the dude, I'm not trying to disrespect him, but he low key looked like he was inbred, like no cap, and, <laughs> and so like he we used to like, but he would tell me like his life story, like when we like we doing hard ass labor, and this nigga like he would make it a point to tell me his life story, and like he would tell me like his girlfriend back home was like retarded, and he was dead ass mm-hmm. serious, like. Mm. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, what? maybe because like, his girlfriend was his sister. <laughs> that's it. And that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> low key, hey, bro. Like, that's your sister or something. But like, you know, like, work was like back to the work. Like, the work was like it was physical as fuck. Like, yeah, hella physical. And you it's said like, it was in the summertime. Yeah, it was in the oh, summertime. Yeah, wow. And I like, you know, what I'm saying like, but you know, most people know me. Like, I, I stay with a job. I stay with money. So it's like I just needed something to do that I could get real quick while I was looking for something more consistent. Right, but right. 
that shit. Yeah. I, mean, I I really respect the people that could do that shit year in and year out because I'm like, I only did that shit for two, three months. And I'm like, man. But they be getting paid buku, don't they? Exactly. So that was yeah. like, you know, what was a good thing about it was like, even though I didn't take it, like I did my job well. So like other contractors would kind of see it, you know, like who's this fucking black kid, you know, working hard as fuck with his headphones and just doing his thing. Right, right. So they offered me a job, you know, for a nice amount of money hourly. And I'm like, like I like I appreciate it, but I, I don't want to do this shit. Like I'm coming home, I'll be hurt. Yeah. I fucking smell like shit all the time, dirty as fuck. Like <laughs> that's just <laughs> not me. I work in air conditioned buildings all the time. I'm Period. Cool cut. Like I'm not used to doing <laughs> shit like this. Like I'm like I used to play football. Like you know, so I'm like, right. That was the closest thing I got to even doing no, no work like this. So I'm like I'm not cool with that. So, but I did get like good opportunities, you know, trying to do that. But that's just not for me. It's it wasn't for me at all. <laughs> I feel you. I um I think that a lot of people they stay at jobs because they're comfortable. The pay is cool, you know. Mm-hmm. They I don't know. It's it's flexible. It's whatever it is. But it's like y'all not happy. So <laughs> and that's why I left the 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 cell phone industry job I was at. Like because I mean it was it used to be like one of the greatest jobs I ever had. Like mm. I had no complaints. And then it got it got to the point where like now it's time for me to start moving up and. Mm-hmm. being in higher places and they was giving it to you know white people or people who wasn't even in the company like and they disrespect me like they taking like ideas that like I put on the forefront and then they was putting it like to like to the whole company and the district manager taking my ideas and taking credit for it and I'm like man it was affecting my mental health like I wasn't I happy you. I wasn't happy yeah. at all what I was doing at one point so I'm like you know what my my mental health is is bigger than working for this company so I just left like that's just really is. what it is like <clears throat> And and I'll be knowing that it's time for me to leave a job when I feel like I want to fight everybody up there. Like, I'll be yeah. really like, I want to just fight this person. I don't care. We can come back to work and be cool tomorrow. Like, I just want to get my get my fade off. And that's when I know. I'm like, it's time. Because it's time. It's not worth it to do that. I don't want to be feeling that. like this. Exactly. exactly. It's not worth your mental health. It's not even worth fighting a nigga over your job. Like, it should true. never be at that very point. very true. <clears throat> it's time for niggas to get low. All right. So, um, let's talk about a song that makes you happy. Um get you out your feelings and you always turn on you know when you having a fucked up day uh so i i go to like my go-tos is like two different songs so my first one that like puts me in a good mood anytime is um jones in my bones by d'angelo and mm. anybody who knows me knows i'm like the biggest d'angelo stand in the world i think he's the greatest r&b artist ever he's, but he's very talented he's fucking talented and he can play like fucking hella instruments like mm-hmm. he's fucking crazy but um that song really puts me in a great mood anytime and fucking um, Knee Deep by the Parliament. Like, it's been no time I've heard Knee Deep and I've been, like, mad. Like, anytime that song comes on, I'm like, all right, yeah, smiles on my it's face. Time. So, right. yeah, like, I love that song. Yeah, like, especially the 15-minute version. Like, I'll be rocking that shit. Like, that's my <laughs> I shit. I can't hear no song for 15 minutes. I'll be <laughs> over it. Like, yeah, eight minutes, all right. You, all right, I get it. My family used to dance to the whole song, whole 15 <laughs> minutes at the barbecue. Like, that shit was crazy. <laughs> I'm max. I don't think I've ever heard that song before. Maybe I have. I you have. You probably just know what it's called. You for sure heard it. I'll send it to you after, but yeah, you for sure do. heard it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I've heard this song before. You know what? Up until maybe, like nine months ago i had never heard the entire version of anniversary by uh tony tone tone because it's so what yeah so i finally heard like eight or nine months ago i'm like oh this shit rhyming at the end (laughs) that's surprising because you be on all the music i know i'm sleep i'm sleep because i'm telling you when songs get too long i'm like pause i'm like yeah no like i'm cool let's go to the next song (laughs) 
No, I feel you though. So um, there's been this. It, it's been a whole bunch of fuckery going on on Twitter, per usual. Um, yeah. But I I've been seeing videos of um, people arguing of who's sitting in the front seat, moms or your girlfriend. Uh, who's sitting in the front seat? Who's sitting in the front seat of your car? Honestly, like, and I I just had a conversation with somebody about it because um, of that video that was going around. Now, as far as that girl situation, like, I heard it was her car. Right, that's what I heard. So, I low-key feel her. If it's her car, then, like, you low-key should dictate where you sit at. I definitely get that. I can right. understand that. Now, if I'm driving the car, it's low-key whoever is in the front first. Because I really don't, it's not that big of a deal to me, personally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people just be putting, like, the extras on shit, like, on shit that really don't matter. Like, if I, like, now, if it's like, okay. If it's the back seat and it's nobody in the middle, it's just you and somebody else, or just you back right. there. Like it shouldn't even be that fucking big of a problem. I prefer to sit in the back seat if it's just me back there or just me and right. somebody else. Like as long right. as it's nobody in the middle, I really don't feel like you should be tripping like that. And I feel like you shouldn't have to be in a position where you got to choose between your mama and and your girlfriend. Like that's exactly crazy. that's crazy. Like that's, that's really goofy. And I feel like a real woman or even a real dude, like. You gonna let the mom rock in the front, low key. Exactly. You gonna let the and mom... and that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, cause I'm not controversial. Like I'm not gonna sit here and argue with somebody's mom. Like to me, that's a disrespectful, and I just it's don't fun. feel like we can come back from that. You know, so I'm not gonna argue with moms if she's sitting in the front. Like I'm not gonna do the most, but also if I'm not mistaken, I feel like that video was recorded in, in New York, mm-hmm. and you know how New York bitches is. Like oh, they, yeah, they, they wild. <laughs> yeah. They so I'm like, eh. oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I can't see myself arguing with somebody's mama over the front seat. Now that's petty. Now if you like stole some money from me, doing something crazy, like yeah, we gonna have to get at each other real quick. But I don't think that it's really that important. But also, I remember like when I used to go out with the homies, with me being the shortest person, they would always make me sit in the middle, and I'd be hot. Like I don't want to sit in the middle. I'm older than all y'all. Like, but I always sit in the highest motherfucker. Like I hate that. (laughs) I just had to ride in the middle like last week, and I'm like. Loki hot about it, but fuck it. <laughs> you nah, that me? shit is so weak. Like I rather I remember one day I'm like, you know, I'm not going. Like I'm not going. I don't want to sit. <laughs> oh god, I'll drive my own fucking car before I gotta sit oh, in the me. middle. <laughs> oh me. So yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the middle if it's like, you know, like him and like all the aunties and stuff. Like, yeah, no. I don't yeah. want to be in the back seat. Have your mom get in the back with her sisters. But oh god, I'll, I'll meet y'all there <laughs> or I'm riding the front. <laughs> Period. So what would be your reaction if uh um if a woman proposed to you and it's like, oh, like in front of all the homies, like it's on camera, all that, like, how are you going to react to that? She got down on one knee. Like, honestly, like how I react, I would be, I'd be super embarrassed to keep it G. I would like, I'm <laughs> like, girl, is you serious? Like, cause like, like in a way that kind of makes you feel like less of a man. I feel like, like I ain't been through that, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like that would make you feel like, like less of a man. Cause that's what the man's supposed to do. Like the woman's not supposed to, be on her knee like begging me to marry her like no nah, right. like, you feel me like that's not what a what a woman's supposed to do in my mind you know what I mean like I don't know how it is for other people but I would probably like it would like me like I'm not I don't want to embarrass people in front of other people right but I don't know if I could be like just flat out just nah we're not gonna do that in front of everybody I might be tell her you know I might tell her yeah then tell her in private like yo like that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool for you doing that in front of my mama and my homies. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel and like I if you go propose, out, like, like, like if, yeah, she put a ring on your finger. Like, what? Yeah, like if you go propose, like I feel like then you taking care of me. Then low key, like, yeah. <laughs> you already yeah. got on that knee. 
you might as well take care of a nigga. Then. So, you so you would that. definitely say yes. Uh if it was in person, like in front of a lot of people, I I would save her the embarrassment and probably say yes in person, and then we work that out on the and back end. Because I don't want to embarrass you. Because like, if you propose to me, then of course, like, obviously, I'm fucking with you. Right. Like, we've been fucking with each other, but like, you just did some clown shit. You did some goofy shit. Like, we gotta run that back. I get to do it. You feel me? Like, right. <laughs> yeah sometimes like somehow you gotta like be able to like finesse that and flip that and like do it again but like not the right way because of course you know this whole movement of gender equality and gender don't matter whatever it is but i mean i think that that's definitely something that needs to happen like you gotta somehow flip it so that yeah. you know you propose it i don't know on a yacht or something on top of the eiffel tower or something it, crazy exactly you flip it while, while it keeping her feelings in mind you feel me right. they don't want to crush her you feel me right. but you also gotta let her know like oh like you can't do that like <laughs> yeah i mean see me like i remember at one point like and this is just me being stupid and young i was like i'm gonna propose to my nigga like i'm gonna propose, I'm gonna propose. and i'm like my little ass getting on the floor proposing to somebody like that's gonna be the goofiest shit ever <laughs> that would look crazy like why is that so crazy proposing to a nigga like <laughs> that shit is so crazy um so I've got a uh, alert on my phone that the Lakers are now the uh, number one seed in the West. You see it. You see it. NBA is back. N- NBA bike. Uh, do you feel like the NBA is like a distraction? Because I know like before it came back, everybody was kind of going back and forth as to like whether it should come back or not. Or we should just wait. Uh, but do you feel like it's distracting you or distracting like, you know, the people from, you yeah. know, social quality and, and all the other shit that we've been going through? What I felt like before they actually like got it started, I did feel like that would definitely be a distraction. Mm-hmm. But now after like I'm seeing what they're doing, like you know they got the 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 Black Lives Matter on the court. Yeah, they got the 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 Jersey messages. So I think what it does is like it's you you're thinking about it while you're watching the game because like you they're still putting out messages mm-hmm. that's making you think about it. And even like some of like the players like reporters are asking questions they're not even answering the question they just mm. tell them like you know arrest the the cops that you know mm. killed Breonna Taylor or you know they're giving out different things the coach of the Spurs I was reading yesterday actually so Greg Popovich they asked him a question about one of his players were they gonna play or not and mm-hmm. he went off on like a long tangent about like I guess it was an anniversary of I don't remember the whole thing but pretty much like what what he was talking about was white people back then like there was like a law where if they were illiterate if they had like a um a relative who wasn't illiterate and he voted like in before 1896 Mm -hmm. then they would be able to vote and Mm -hmm. but black people didn't get the same thing you feel me they didn't get that same thing so he pretty much gave a whole ass history lesson on that whole thing and then ended it by saying like oh yeah this player's not playing today though by the way but like the whole conversation, right? Like, that's a dope. whole educational piece. That's dope. Of some shit that I never even knew. Me about. Me neither. I'm thinking. Dude. I'm like, I ain't know about that. I didn't know shit about that's that. Dope. That's a white dude, you know, kicking that shit. So I was like, I, I, I personally like what they've done as far as like you know keeping the conversation going because you know what I'm saying like it ain't shit on TV. So like I, I ain't gonna yeah. lie, I, I'm enjoying you know the basketball being back. But they, I think they are doing the correct steps to keep the conversation in your head because I know I read comments all the time like on Twitter. And Instagram mm-hmm. and shit, white people is fucking hot. About oh yeah, it. they fucking mad as hell about what they're doing. So I think that's getting the job done. You know, and it's like I mean? if y'all mad, then it's like change, so y'all don't have to see this. You know, but exactly. it's just still just we shouldn't have to paint it on a basketball court or you know have it on the back of our jerseys for y'all to understand that 
Black Lives Do Matter and y'all need to arrest the cops that killed not only Breonna Taylor, but all these other countless Black people. Exactly. Um, or not even Black people, just people of color. It, it happens all the time. And uh, yeah, they hot. White people hot. Yeah, they hot. Waiting to catch them on in person. I'll just... <laughs> Yeah. Nobody tries that shit with me in person, though, and I've been yeah. waiting. Oh, I've been yeah. waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I've videos, and I'm like, there's no way. Like, like, how does this even happen? Like, where y'all at? Exactly. Um, but I guess it, it, it really do happen, and niggas be, be happening in the South and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Bold out there. Did you, um, I don't know if you are on Netflix, but there's this um episode of Unsolved Mysteries with Alonzo Brooks. It's a, a black guy. He was murdered in like 2004 mm-hmm. in like this all white neighborhood. Did you watch it? No, nah, but it, you know what's crazy? My boy was, my roommate watches it and he was telling me it was fucking it was crazy. Good. So I've been, was. I was actually probably going to catch up on that today or tomorrow for sure. Yeah, I was watching that and I, and I was actually scared because I'm a scary person. So <laughs> I watched it and I slept with the lights on. I'm like, this shit is scary. Then I watched it again. Like the next day I was watching it with somebody else. And I'm like, yeah, nah, like I was he- I was heavy politicking about it because the shit was fucked up. But yeah, definitely check it out and let me know how you feel because it's for show politics. Um oh, and it's yeah. a true story too. Hell yeah, I'm gonna check that out for sure. I always need the good show recommendation. Yeah, all that. Okay. Um, so Jonathan Isaacs, the the dude who I think he tore his ACL. Yeah. Um yeah, he got injured. I want to say it was the first game back. Yeah, I think it was like his first real game back, yeah, outside yeah. the scrimmages. And and I've been seeing people on Twitter saying that um, not that, well basically that he got what he deserved, which I don't think he got what he deserved because I don't wish anybody to be injured. But they were saying that um, that the ancestors they didn't like the fact that he didn't take a knee before the game. And you know my thing about it, I'm I'm on the same wave as you. I don't wish injury on anybody, like especially tearing ACL. I got plenty of homies that tore the ACL. That's mm-hmm. not a cool process to go through. But mm-hmm. I like what his reasoning was. And I low-key felt him on his reasoning because Colin Kaepernick was kneeling four or five years ago right. when it was really hot. like it, Right. Like, and he was getting all the backlash. Mm-hmm. Niggas wasn't doing that shit with mm-hmm. him. You feel me? And mm-hmm. now here we are four or five years later down the road, and now niggas think it's cool to take a knee. Now, like, I feel him on that aspect because that's pretty much what he was saying. Like, it's not doing nothing and yada, 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 which I, I do believe that, but you look goofy as fuck when yeah. your entire team is kneeling. You and you're the only mean? one. And you're the only nigga standing, and you're black. So it's like, yeah. bro, like, it's team sports. Like, I, I've been in team sports the first half of my life, so it's like, when you, when the team decides to do something, you do that shit as it's a team. team. Right. That's just how team sports work. Like, when the Clippers was coming, them players were saying they didn't want to play, the team came, and they all voted they was going to play, so everybody's playing now. You feel me? Because right. it's a team thing. So if your team and the staff and the coaches and everybody's kneeling, nigga, you kneel with your team, even if you don't agree with it, and then you talk to the media about how you feel about that. I just feel yeah, exactly. like he go he went about it the wrong, wrong and like now like you tore your ACL and now people they getting the jokes off. Some of them is funny, but <laughs> <laughs> you feel me like for sure. I don't, you can't be wishing a nigga tears ACL because he I don't think he's necessarily wrong. Yeah. I just think he went about it incorrectly yeah. in my opinion yeah and do you think because he tore his acl the same game right it was mm-hmm. the first game back do you think that like his teammates would feel some kind of way about it like i i think it didn't i think he i think some of his teammates for sure did like i don't see how you couldn't because i'm just putting myself in the situation like we, you you know what the hell going on like especially in the past couple months with with everything yeah. going on the protests and everything like that like you 
you're aware. So if you're aware, like you pretty much like I can see how his teammates could be like, damn, that's like a fuck you to us. Like you standing, like right, you doing all this, like it just looks aesthetically okay. weird. You look yeah. fucking dumb doing that. Yeah, like, for you sure. can't do that. <laughs> you got to be for more sure. situational. You have to, your situational awareness has to be higher than that. Like you have to know what's going on and how people are going to perceive you for that. Absolutely, especially when you know that niggas is watching the nba and you see what the messaging on the flight like you see what we're doing right here and it's like for you to go against the grain like like that doesn't like i get them like like i get them like kneeling doesn't do nothing but what you just did doesn't do shit either except give white people ammo like oh yeah this this nigga Uh didn't he didn't kneel so why are y'all niggas kneeling he didn't he didn't kneel so now you're just giving them more ammo that's all you do so it's counterproductive in my opinion yeah niggas is, is boo for that um but i do hope that you know he's um, able to heal from his injury and, you know, do what he got to do. On me. So with um, everything that's been going on, and not only like the uh, social justice, but with COVID and just life being completely different, having to wear this mask on, it's 106 degrees outside, just everything is very easy to kind of, uh, I don't want to say lose yourself, but kind of lose focus of like what you want and like where you're going and like what things can be. Um, and I was having a conversation with my coworker a couple of days ago, just like the importance of self-care and self-care doesn't have to be like, Oh, I'm going out and I'm um, getting my nails done and or doing whatever, getting a haircut, but like actually taking care of yourself and doing things that make you feel good deep down. So what does self-care look like to you? Like you have a day um, and it's a, empty day you don't have anything planned what are you going to do for that day for self-care for self-care really i'm like i'm like in the middle of it like kind of like understanding truly what it is because i really haven't gotten a chance to really lay back as much as i have Mm -hmm. so really like i've been trying to like learn different things you know read different things um you know i've been practicing like yoga and shit like that lately Um, but really what I really the base of it is really like identifying things wrong with myself, mm-hmm. you know, things that I can get better at things, you know, looking back at past situations and past things, how I've handled things and, you know, just wanting to grow from it. I think that's huge with the self-care is people like some people like identify problems they have and they do nothing about them. Like, Ugh, you know, they'll tell that. people like, you know what I mean? Like they'll tell people like, oh, this is just how I am. So now I got to accept it. Like, nah, like my nigga, like right. if you know it's a problem, I know it's a problem. You should work on it. So that's really like been my big thing as far as self-care is just trying to work on, you know, things that I lack in, things that I could be better in as far as, you know, being a better man and, you know, just being a better person overall, that's been, I think I've really been able to recenter that, you know, while the COVID and everything's been going on, I've been able to think about that and do that. And I think that's the biggest step in the self-care is really like assessing yourself first, you know, mm-hmm. because you could, you know, do other things that could be labeled as self-care, but I don't think it'll truly make you happy if you're mm-hmm. not happy within yourself first. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And also like, before everything happened, I felt like we were just constantly on the run, find something to do every weekend, working, you know, doing all kind of shit. We weren't able to really sit back and think like, okay, what am like, what about me? Exactly. How am I feeling? So I think that this time, and that's what I'm actually doing during this time, is just self reflection and you know, writing down things that I'm good at and tackling things that I'm good at and cutting out shit that's not good for me. And I think that this time right now is the perfect time to just get it to fuck together. Um. 
and I say this every episode because I just really want people to stop going out to parties. <laughs> it started, it's, it's starting to look real, real dusty. Like it's starting to look real dusty out here. But uh, you know, I'm trying not to be tempted to go out and do what everybody else is doing and just focusing on me. So yeah, that's and that that in itself is tough because I know like people been doing you know different things, and I can't say that. I've necessarily of like I haven't been to, like no party. I ain't gonna say that for right. sure. I haven't been in no fucking functions, but I have been to you know protests. I have been to June that Juneteenth event. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I've been to a couple places, but I try to really limit it. You feel me? Like right. if I do, if I go to anything like that, like I'm really chilling in the house for like the next week or two, or yeah. you know what I'm saying, making sure because I you know I, mean, I got relatives that I want to see my mom, you know what I'm right. saying, my grandma and them. Like I want to see them. So like I make it a point if I go see my grandma, like if I've been anywhere, like I I don't even come and see her like unless I've been in the house for like a week or two, then I'll yeah. come down and I'll come fuck with y'all. But um yeah, I think it's been tough like it's been tough for some people. Like some of my friends that I know it's been tough for them not being able to navigate. Yeah. But I think it's really like people really have to hone in. I was telling one of my friends like use this time to really hone in because like I, w- I don't want to say it's a blessing in disguise because it's, it's disrespectful to people that have died but right. you know I think I mean if you hear like use it to your advantage like we're getting, we getting free money put Shit. that up you feel me like we, we we're getting opp- like I know like plenty of people who wanted to not work and get paid for it mm-hmm. and now you're getting it I know the the circumstance is crazy for, you know, the ones of us, you know, most of us that's out of work right now is mm-hmm. crazy, but like, you still got to take advantage. Like, cause when yeah. things open up, you'll be in a position to be ahead of most people. Exactly. So. <clears throat> exactly. Well, I really, really appreciate you taking your time out of your day to, uh, to talk to me. This was fun. Yes. Definitely. I wasn't too intrusive. I want, no. I, had, I had a whole bunch of other questions, but we're going to say that for the next time. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was ready though. I was ready though because I know, I know you probably you know have to watch it. I, I know how you are, so I was like, I'm ready for anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I did want to tell you, keep doing your thing. You I know appreciate what I'm that. Keep pushing the podcast. I didn't listen to, I think three or three out of five, so I still got okay. more to listen to for sure. Okay. But nah, keep doing your thing because your personality is perfect for it. So thank you. I just wanted thank to you. say that. Keep doing thank your you. thing. I appreciate you for coming. Also, I want you to tell the people how to um, get in contact with you. If they trying to, um, you know, collaborate, talk to you, be friends, whatever, you know, they want to do. What's your Instagram, Twitter, all that? Instagram and Twitter is Black Lefty. That's B-L-V-C-K Lefty. Instagram and Twitter. If anybody wants to work, holler at me. I do write for other people, too. So and we can keep that confidential, you know. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody needs any writing, you know, or just anybody to sit in the studio with you and give you honest critiques, anything like that holla at me um visual work my team does a lot of visual work and all of that so holla at me and i can point you in the right direction for sure um and then yeah just make sure people keep streaming highs and lows when you follow me that's in the that's in my bio the link's in the bio i got a visual out right now i'm probably gonna drop another visual next week so you just stay tapped in on this week's segment of Get It Off Your Chest, you know what? Let me let me put this down because I'm finna get hot. <laughs> I'm finna get hot. I could feel it. Like, so on Monday, so this is let's just rewind. I was in a car accident about a um about a month and a half ago where some fuck nigga. Well, he wasn't a nigga, but 
some little boy ran into the back of me on the freeway um and basically he just admitted that it was his fault he wasn't paying attention dumb nigga don't ever admit fault when you're in an accident but whatever and um ever since i had that accident i've been having really bad headaches um to the point where it's difficult for me to sleep sometimes difficult for me to stay up it's just i'd be taking ibuprofens all day like it'd be bad um so with covid and everything that's been going on i wasn't able to actually go into my doctors because they want to do the over the phone appointment and then if they feel like it's severe then they'll call you in so about a month ago they're like okay well we can schedule your appointment for a month out which was this past monday and um long story short when i got to the doctor's office um i got there on time they had everybody outside taking temperatures they were taking temperatures of everybody the line was dumb long i finally get inside um waiting for the doctor to call me in when they finally call me they're like oh we can't see you anymore because you were 15 minutes late and i'm like what <laughs> bitch what like first of all i was outside in that fuck ass line waiting to get my temperature took while you stupid ass fat bitches who was taking the temperatures was gossiping and talking to each other and now i get inside and tell me that you can't see me and i've been so at this point, I have my hand on my pepper spray. I'm like, you know, I'm going to just air this whole bitch out. Everybody in this bitch going to be coughing. I don't give a fuck who you are. Old, young, black, white. Everybody getting sprayed. Like, y'all going to piss me the fuck off. They're like, yeah, no, like, we can't see you. Um, I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? Like, my head hurts at this point. Um, They're like, well, we schedule your appointment. You know, I'm going to get mad again. I, I knew this was going to happen. Because I actually really... As the story developed, I didn't get to see the doctor. <laughs> I still be having headaches. And I just kind of wanted to say a big fuck you to the healthcare um, industry. A big fuck you to Beaver Medical Group and Ukaipa. Y'all can... S fuck y'all. It's going to take for somebody to literally collapse and pass out and for y'all to even fucking care. It is very sad. I don't want to make it a race thing. Um, I'm hoping that it wasn't about race, but shit, who fucking knows? I was the only black person there, literally out of all the patients and everybody was working there the only black person there um i don't want to make it about race but when black women are hurting and they're going through their shit nobody gives a fuck and that shit's fucking irritating and i was so frustrated and exhausted with the day that i went to my car and i shed some real i shed some real nigga tears because it's like are y'all fucking kidding me i'm telling you that i've been having headaches dehabilitating headaches i can't even get out of bed some days and you're telling me that you can't see me because i was quote-unquote late but y'all outside taking temperatures <sighs> fuck you beaver medical group and that's gonna wrap up another week of story developing the podcast before i get up out of here i kind of want to shout out a couple of the homies doing their thing and this business shit getting to their bag, stand in it. Look, speaking of bags, the bag app. All right, look, go on Instagram right now. Go look up the bag app and get into it and stop playing. All right, um, I got the homegirl, Lolo. She out here getting y'all in y'all bag and that's y'all problem. Y'all say y'all want to be in y'all bag, but when it comes time to get in y'all bag, y'all don't want to be up in it. So make it make sense to me. Again, the bag app on Instagram where you can get all of your nicest, top quality bags, and y'all can be out here shitting on bitches. Come on now. I also got the homegirl, Lisa, who was doing her uh, adult parties. She does um, tarot readings. She does lashes. She does pole dancing classes. And that's going to be laced and lashed underscore Lisa on Instagram. Again, that is laced and lashed underscore Lisa. Look, she does it all. And her, her adult parties go up. Look, I was I was watching her story the other day and it was a ding-a-ling hanging from the wall. Who don't like dinglings? I mean, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but make sure you guys check her out as well. Also, as mentioned earlier, uh, go stream Highs and Lows from Black Lefty. Music that's good for the soul. Lyrics that's good for the soul. And um, also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is Story Developing Podcast. Twitter is Develop Story. And we are going to, you know, keep on doing what we're doing. Make sure y'all tap in and we will see y'all next week.